Amazing work, guys. Yes, that was that was really something, David. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK and Bayer. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We have a little yarn about recent episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbors. We are in Melbourne's PirateNet Studios out on Puffy's back patio. Nice. Uh, it's balmy. There's crickets. Evening, yes. Soundtrack. I don't know how much longer we're going to do these outdoor pods, but... Until the vaccine, maybe. It's our shores. It's working in summertime, at least. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't bug spray. I'm going to do live bug spray. Um, I'd just like to point out that right now it's 9 p.m. and it's 33.6 degrees here. So that's hot. Live bug spray happening right now. <laughs> if anyone else wants it, I've got the off, off exclamation mark. We've got the Bushman's formula behind you, too. Excellent. I'm Vaya Pashos. I have Kate here. Hello. Hi, hi everybody. At Remude on Twitter. And I have returned guest who's had a rebrand. Last time we spoke to you, your name was T Butler. Now you have rebranded Triana Butler. Stunning. Thank Welcome. You. Thank you for having me. It's the first time I've been on a podcast as Triana. So what a nice, oh, what a nice thing. That's an honor. Yeah. It, it is. It's also the first time I've been on a podcast outside under the stars, it's quite something. You're used to a little bit more of a schmick operation over at Joy Studios. Well, <laughs> it's very, well, it's very th- tricky. We're, we're indoors at least. Yeah, you've got walls usually. Mm. Well, the thing is there, um, Joy Studios are moving from like the middle of the Melbourne CBD down to, they're building the new Victorian Pride Centre in St Kilda. Really? Yeah. So we're getting new studios in, I, I want to say April or May this year. I'm not sure of the dates, but that will all be amazing. But at the moment, everything is very much, well, we're moving soon. So let's uh, just, you know. The, get some tape, yeah. things, fix things up. Exactly. Yeah, just sit it's on all that very box. ad hoc. So. Let's just pretend we're sitting here in like a scene at a beaches, you know, at a oh, Rondack chairs. Yes. Did you ever know? Oh, I think I just actually felt, <laughs> felt the chair move slightly, but that's fine. That's, I've, you know, it's fine. Uh, body confidence. Now, the reason I've called Triana is because she has a music expertise. The Sound of Now is your current radio show. Yes, on Joy 94.9, nominated for a community radio award for best radio program in the music category last year so fantastic in all of australia which is pretty wild oh, that is amazing especially for like a first year show yes some like long runners so well done thank you it's really exciting and you explore new music local mm-hmm. artists yep. so you should be all across some of the hot new tunes we had this week on <laughs> neighbors and I, I needed someone with a bit of cred to come discuss the musical episode we enjoyed i mean look i had shazam out i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> cutting edge cutting edge music i think and we'll get to it just the the juxtaposition <laughs> of familiar and unfamiliar really threw me for a loop <laughs> but i had a ball watching that tuesday episode and there was so much other stuff in and around that that we will get to uh, we are watching an aussie pace uh, we're going to cover the episodes that started Monday, the 18th of January, 2021. Uh, well, before we get to that, my God, I just forgot Neighbours Council business. Sweetie, it's just business. 
got to thank over at patreon.com slash neighbors pod Eileen. Thank you for jumping on board. We have extra little snippets from this episode we upload to Patreon. And this week, I haven't watched Friday's episode. So these two are going to talk me through what happened on it. Good luck. I can't, I can't <laughs> believe you didn't watch Friday's episode after Thursday's cliffhanger. What? B had it coming out both ends. <laughs> had to go get the gastro stop. Gee, I was really riveted. Why? No, I just I was at capacity. Didn't get didn't get the Friday one done. So we're going to talk about that on Patreon. We have so much. There was so much. I felt I was sated by t- end of Tuesday. I didn't need any more. I had like two content. moments and in that where I was just squealing with joy and clapping my hands. Excellent. How did you find your return, Triana? And sometimes okay. we can still um, call you T as a yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a cute nickname now. Lovely, um, lovely. It's uh, okay. So I have not watched Neighbours since the last time I was on this show. So I've missed a lot. Oh, actually, no, I did hear a bit about, um, I I watched through Ehi. Yes. which You know what, which we actually never did watch. Our great shame is that we didn't watch (laughs) Ehi, but I will, we will, we promise. It's still up there on, um, it's it's, it's on Template. It was a bit of fun just seeing the difference in tone. Ooh. The difference in tone between, like, is obviously much more serious mm. than the regular show. Probably would have filled in some gaps for us for Lacey Lane's character development. Yes, and also that's where Mackenzie and Richie got together. Um, I watched Ehi and I heard about a little bit of, of it was, what was with Millsy on the island? <laughs> oh, was mate. that Endgame? Bum Island. Mate. Oh, yeah, Endgame. Murder I guess, island? I, I guess technically oh. Endgame, but it was Bum Island. Oh, yeah. Battle he, Royale. He, which, hang what? on, which means you've missed out on seeing Rob Mills' ass, yes. which was... <laughs> My defining moment of neighbours last year. This is going to be, you know, the Babysitters Club. Every book starts with them explaining each character and what they do. Every <laughs> podcast episode is going to be now us explaining how Millsy went on a murderous rampage and we saw his ass. <laughs> okay, so, is that on ten plays still? Let me write this down. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't you worry. <laughs> we will get the supercut. Let's. We got to jump in. I got to get to this lip sync battle, which is so fun. So she's doing business with you. Monday, though. Oh, tearjerker of an episode because we had. Harlow and Hendrix broke up, which I kind of thought they broke up last week, the week mm. before, because I thought that was pretty clear <laughs> that they were no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. But no, Monday is when she fully broke, broke his, his heart. heart. Yeah. yeah. I have to say that was probably some of the best crying acting I've ever seen anywhere. Yeah, he must have. Look, to me, if I were ever to be an actor, I always thought I would like to listen to, speaking of beaches, Wind Beneath My Wings, that final, the last 15 minutes of beaches, one hour of me crying, I promise you. Beach, beaches was on TV a couple of weeks ago on Free to Air and Phil had never seen it. <gasps> so, and we watched the second half of it together and I said to him, oh, you know, it's pretty sad at the end. Sure enough, he cried at the end. Oh, Phil. Mm. Well, I mean, it's sad. She's, you know, yeah, but spoiler were, alert, she does well, die. But yeah. they, You don't know who. But they were... <laughs> Well, I have to say, Bette Midler is still tweeting every day. <laughs> <laughs> they were friends and then they weren't friends. and they, Oh, my God. Anyway. Men, who'd have them? That's, that's the moral of yes. that story. That's how I would make myself cry. Hendo, he probably had a bit of Bette in his ears. He actually seemed like he was genuinely crying to me. Oh, like, yeah. 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 He didn't have the tear sticks. No. He actually, <laughs> like, you could feel the pain inside him. Triana, do you need any backstory here or did you catch up? I need backstory on why he was in trouble. 
and I need backstory on there was who else was in trouble? Jay was also in trouble yeah. in this episode. We'll get to him later, but first, mm. oh, it's, what, it's connected. Who yeah. is who is Hendrix and why is he in trouble? Why do we not like him? Bachelor Tim's son, right? Um, got you. Yep, billionaire's son, but he the billionaire went away, left him with a debt. He got involved in a blackjack ring, but, but introduced to the ring by Jay. Yeah, Jay's like, I can count cards. Let's get a scam going. Hendrix is not really smart enough to count cards. <laughs> right. So suddenly $10,000 plus in debt. Then he lost the house, which he doesn't own. Jeez. Bet the house. Neighbors has stepped up. Yeah. Then he like pickpocketed a gun, put it in a pizza oven, and oh, then the pizza on. oven exploded. Jay put it in the pizza oven. Yeah, didn't just, yeah, yeah. Jay. And yeah, the gun exploded and then it exploded into Toadie's brother, Puffy. <laughs> and that's why everyone's in the real shit now because essentially because yeah. Shane got shot by an exploding gun, which. They don't just explode from the heat. They need to have a trigger pulled. Well, the oven became sentient and shot Puffy. And this is, it all came tumbling out, all of Hendrix's secrets. And he says to his girlfriend, hey, instead of going on a building site for six weeks for my summer job, I've been gambling, gambling illegally, losing money and lying to you. Are we still on? We're still on. (laughs) He's had some, she's got trust issues. And he's made some mistakes in the past where he hasn't been entirely truthful with her. He loves her deeply, doesn't he? Yeah, but sometimes love just ain't enough. Which, but he could on her though, that she said to him, no, I was hanging around you because I thought I made you a better person. Yeah. But that's not enough. You've got to make yourself a better person. Ooh. But I thought I made you a better person by being with you. And now I realise that was all a lie. No, it wasn't. The lies you've told, they say otherwise. Oh, please. I've got to stop considering you my problem. There's some real self-actualization mm. from an 18-year-old girl. Yeah, people are married decades before they say that to each yeah, other. Yeah, like with years of therapy. And she, all she's had was a mum who was in like some wacko cult. I, I wrote this down specifically to ask the question. I don't know if you're familiar with the term idiot ball. Um from TV Tropes, yes, the website. Okay. I love TV Tropes. So the, the premise of the idiot ball is the idea that there is a character who is acting out of character and being an idiot solely for the sake of the plot line. Mm. It's something that they would not normally do, but that you need that to advance the plot. And it, honest to God, feels like, aside from, what was the name? Harlow. Aside from Harlow, everybody on the show this week was all running in different directions with their own idiot balls. <laughs> Exhibit A, I would like to put forward Roxy Willis with the poisonous mushrooms. Oh, idiot ball. Yeah. She was running with that 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, a bit of nature's bounty. Just chuck that into the gravy. <laughs> and where? what made you bring this up in terms of the Harlow Hendrix fallout? It was Hendrix realising that, yeah, you know what, I actually am going to go back to school. And then telling Harlow, and Harlow's like, okay, cool, bro, don't yeah. want anything to do with you. And he's like, well, no, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like, Good luck, office work sale next week, go get your stationery. <laughs> what's the point if she's not going to be there? What, you know what's really humiliating? Because there's always, pretty much every year, there's a kid who repeats. And then they're an adult and they have to get back in their, like, dicky school uniform. Yeah. And that's like, no, nah, just send them to what whatever Taylor's College is called now in the city and they can pretend yes. to be at uni mm. for another couple of years. Or do, um like, a vocational year. What is yeah. it? VCAL. VCAL, yeah. yeah. Please just send them to a high school with a bit of dignity where they yeah. <laughs> don't have to wear a uniform. <laughs> because, see, it was Susan's idea for Hendrix to go back to school because, you know, she's got to get the numbers up. <laughs> 
yeah, there'd be a dropping enrollment at Erinsborough High. Also, it's weird that you'd go back to school when you don't know what you want your marks to get you into. Why doesn't Pierce just pay for him to go to a private university to do a commerce degree, as young rich men want to do? Like um, like how Xanthi raised $100,000 to go to Trump University in the Gold Coast. Sorry, what? Um, to do a medicine degree at like a private university in Toowoomba? Yeah. To- Toowoomba Upstairs Medical College. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I wonder if Amy's still like being bled for that as well. It's Toowoomba Online University. <laughs> Get away with it. <laughs> Zoom. Open, open university. <laughs> Zoom school. <laughs> Wonderful work. Harlow Hendricks performances, beautifully done. But P.S. Harlow's just been kidnapped. So she's like, everything you did, not just lie to me, you got me kidnapped and reliving my previous trauma of my previous oh, kidnapping. Because yeah. Harlow was kidnapped by one of the other blackjack players with absolutely no forewarning that this woman was going to go nuts and kidnap No, her. she had like one line and then she's like, I'm sick of being an Uber Eats driver. Get your granddad to give me money, a million dollars. Yeah, like I, got, I got one line from Harlow during this Monday night episode that was, I had no idea how bad it was until I got kidnapped, which was something that I don't think I had ever heard said on Australian television before. She's really dark on him for that. She's like, I'm not in a good place. But, you know, she's got a gig. She's got a hosting gig. She has to host. Don't even start. (laughs) So the parents are are Paul and Therese, right? Grandparents. Grandparents Grandparents. and step-grandma, yeah. And, And they're like... Hey, you know we're whoa, we're looking out for you and all this sort of thing. And their first concern was, well, look, if you're not up for the lip sync, you know, you really don't have to. She's just got kidnapped, why you not, dummies. Why, why and your it? concern is the yeah. lip sync. Go tell Aaron to get his cowboy chaps on and get down to the waterhole because he's on duty. Screw it, they've got Amy, who's the most effervescent person in Erinsborough <laughs> at the moment. And then they got Ned who used to work for Lasseter's but no longer does, putting the old uniform back on, but except it's the new uniform, like that's embarrassing for him too. But he's helping his housemate out by stepping in. And I like every now and then they refer to the fact that Ned's a little bit camera shy because he started an OnlyFans account, which in Neighbours Land is called Fandangle. And he... And he- <laughs> That's He's, great. I would have gone with Fango. Oh, this is Channel 7 one. Fango, yes, so. it's where fans go. Yeah, Fango. of course. Um, Sorry, I'm writing that down. That is sensational. Yeah, and I actually recreated one of his looks. Um, he created. He had a photo shoot where he sat on a cake. And so, <laughs> Not a Wait, on the show? Yeah, but we didn't get to see it. But I've done my artist impression of a bum cake photo for Patreon. Um, And, and this is... <laughs> Like, you know that there are people who sign up to your Patreon just to see that, right? Like, yeah, that that's was, their thing. That was the idea, yeah. But I haven't released it yet. I haven't decided yet. She's still teasing it. Um, I got all that meringue out of my dress, though. Put it on a um, delicate know. cycle. Bob's when, you, your uncle. when you say cake, are we talking? Because like, you can't do that with a chocolate cake. No. Because that ruins the effect. Oh, no, no, yes, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a bit B. Nielsen at the end of the week, that one. Um, <laughs> but Fandangle. They refer to the fact so he 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 got stalked. Long story short, he got stalked by Christy Willem Brown's character through his fandangle, and now he's like scared to show his body on camera. And so they every now and then they go, they go, "Are you okay to be on stage in front of all the attention on the camera?" And he's oh, like, is I'm that okay, what I'm that okay. was about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because so here's the thing. Um, well, you reckon? Did they really think someone was going to be in the audience, and then they'd go, "Oh, hang on, I've seen that guy's, <laughs> you know, tattoo before. I recognise that dimple." I love the fact that so they've they've secured Harlow for the gig, the MC gig, but she was gonna 
be hosting with her boyfriend and they didn't tell Hendrix till the day that he'd been given the ass. So he's like, okay, I'm here, guys. I'm ready to go over our – I know we've got some relationship issues, but let's go over our lines for the presentation. She's like – And he just earnestly thought that that was going to happen. Yeah, and Tori just like, happening. yeah, sweetheart, um, no. <laughs> it's not a good look <laughs> for us. Now, let's get to the lip sync of Tuesday. This event. Can we talk about the strange – strangeness of the lip syncing competition in that a so there's two people are up there mm, and they're doing a battle yeah. but also there's what i don't know 10 songs or so and you didn't know which one of the 10 songs you'd be performing and yet amy asked them to memorize all the lyrics yes all of the lyrics even though the lyrics were going to be on i guess an auto cue or an auto cue app on someone's ipad yeah and then at the end of it one of them said Oh, man, really, I should have rigged who was doing it. It's like, duh, of course you do that. Showbiz 101. It's not a game of chance. You set it up. (laughs) Triana, why don't you kick us off with questions you might have about this Um, setup? Okay, I I have pages of notes. Fantastic. So forgive me for for reading from a page. Please. First of all, before we go into the the actual lip sync itself, um, imagine having Susan (laughs) feeling disappointed in you. And having Carl and Susan both feeling disappointed in you at the same time. I can't. Yes, because they got off the plane. They finally rescheduled their – they got out of Queensland quarantine, got down to Melbourne, straight in. Like, they were simmering on their tempers for the whole airport Message ride. on the phone, make sure you're home tomorrow morning. We need to talk. I'd love it if Libby was just like, Mum, you need to stop inviting neighbourhood strays in to stay in your house. This is the prime of your life. You're coming up to retirement. Just relax. It's a very good Libby impression, I've got to say. Yeah. So they've, they've cut short their grandchildren time. Let's face it. I feel like they've only just been kind of let into grandparent time yeah, with Billy and Ant. I feel like they've had like, they've been um, estranged mm. for like a decade or more. Also, I feel like they overstay their welcome. They were in Queensland. They went to Queensland before Christmas. Anne's like, come on, Bill, can oh, you tell yeah. your parents to go two nights home. maximum. Yeah, I f- I feel for Anne. I reckon if they haven't gone like traveling for three weeks as part of this, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'm pretty got, annoyed. They've got three kids. They're like Carl's straight in the Wi-Fi. Like we've got to get those guys back down to Melbourne. And and Carl, when he was in Queensland, would have known about the upcoming lip sync, right? Yeah. So he would have been rehearsing. Oh, Christ, poor, poor he, Anne. He Team would have been Anne. rehearsing the whole time. Gonna make it feel good. I can't <laughs> keep it in. I cannot keep it in. <laughs> Oh, what a high that point was the best. of our that lives. That was just like, I knew it was coming up mm. and I was just, I was still just so like. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know who was going to do it. And that was a delight. That was a true delight. But no, the best part was Paul discussing the song as they were doing I it. I mean, that was over-egging the pudding slightly. No, it was no, not. I thought that, sold <laughs> it. I thought that really made it. The was, whole like, was... oh, he's making a mockery of it. can't remember who sang this originally, but God, it's catchy. Yeah. I loved that. I really loved that. Exactly. That was the best possible fan service. Yeah. yeah. What is Carl doing? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's his interpretation of the song. No, he's making a mockery of it, <laughs> which is quite a shame because it's actually quite catchy. Yeah, I can't remember who sang it originally, but I like if only Hendrix and Harlow could have reunited with a bit of especially for you. <laughs> I would have, actually that would have been fun if he'd said, Oh, but I've got our duet planned out. She's like, No, not doing it. <laughs> Cuts to him standing outside her house with a boombox. It's play on the song. Especially for you. <laughs> this is our song we've been practicing. <laughs> no, now Ned's gotta do it. But let's talk about 
it took me a while to figure out that this was an online only event. Interesting, because they've sort of been having dipping their toe into the water of COVID, the COVID waters, because they don't address it, but it exists in their universe. It's kind of like they're in Tasmania. COVID's happening. But they Hang can on. still go about their lives. Pretending they're in Tasmania explains a lot about Erin's Borough too. <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. insular. Yeah. There was a banging tweet that the neighbours people put out that was like, sometimes you can't tell that we're filming with social distancing. And other times, and it's just a gif of two people standing on opposite sides of the room, <laughs> aimlessly wandering around on the spot, yelling <laughs> at each other. And it's like that. Sometimes yeah. during that scene, during yeah. that whole episode, it's like, yeah, I know exactly how they're shooting this and I know that they're in that filming mm. bubble and they're in that filming yep. bubble and then other times. Come on, guys, it brought us Mrs. Punt again. Oh, yeah. Kate, talk us through Mrs. Punt for so the uninitiated. Mrs. Punt lives on the corner of Ramsey Street with the other street that's at the end of Ramsey Street. So she's neighbours with David and Aaron. Before that, she's the cousin or sister? No, she's the sister of Paddy Newton. Paddy Newton lived in that house and carked it. Right. And so it, was, it was like a Christmas episode. So now Mrs. Punt lives on the corner and has her finger in everyone's pies. And she um, she used to have the horn for Aaron, but now she seems to have swapped to David. I mean, sure. She got, She's had a bit of a glow up too, I've got to say. She looked glamorous. Well, didn't she sue Lassiter's after she got piffed in the pond? Oh, my God. That's my favourite gif. I'm going to get it right now. <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry, are we talking about the one who was offering suggestions on how hot she found David during mm-hmm. David and Mackenzie's mm-hmm. lip sync? Shake your booty, David. You're the queen of my dreams. Now, now, Vera, it's a family event. Okay, I'm with you now. She's a guest character who just appears. Like, Absolute scene stealer. Yeah, maybe six months. Sensational. Yeah. Wait for me to get this gift. Kate, and then talk about, so she was just in the beer garden. Talk about this setup, please. I don't get it. Some people are at home on laptops. Sheila's not there, even though she's the executive bar manager. I can't explain it, though. Okay, then explain <laughs> what they're raising money for. They're raising money for the Sonia Rebecca Foundation. Because Toadie can't manage his finances. Toadie's useless and he won't pay anybody to work for him, so they're just, like, pissing away cash, basically. Dippy has donated that diamond necklace. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know the backstory of the necklace? Uh, from what I picked up, it meant something a lot to Shane. Well, so, what <laughs> is it? so Bachelor Tim gave it to her while he was having an affair with her and uh, he'd already offered the necklace to, to Chloe and she's like, mm, no, you're still my bad boy. No one wants this piece of shit necklace. It's gone around the whole street. <laughs> and then like Dippy had this whole seduction routine because of COVID where like whenever they were about to have sex, all you'd see was her unbuttoning her first top two buttons. And she just keeps rubbing salt into her husband's wounds by parading the necklace around like, oh, haven't sold it yet. Don't have any bitters yet. What's that thing? It's a kid playing basketball in the next. Yeah. Let me a show a little bit of Atmos. We're there. just gonna have a break so we can show T the um Mrs. Punt gif. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that is so good. It's that pause and then the and and it, it's it's not even like you know he's accidentally like whoop no my finger slipped like he has really picked <laughs> that up and yeeted that at her and the <laughs> on the expression on the face is priceless. Now she's in the beer garden because they've set up. A screen outside, like it's grand final day or something. Yeah, and then people are watching it at home. Susan's going to watch it in her bedroom, weirdly. Yeah, Susan flew back from Queensland solely to watch the live feed at the (laughs) kitchen table. (laughs) I mean, I liked it better than a crowd. I hate those half-assed crowds um, when there's a huge gig and you can only see four people jamming out in the back. They'd have to move some of the greenery inside Lessons as well. Yeah, they have gone... They're plant fluences now, the the waterhole precinct. I was going to say, it did feel very lush. <laughs> it, 
Do you feel that? And I it's, it's, I'm a celebrity. Get me out yeah. of here. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to you live Get from the jungle. Get me out of <laughs> Dr. Chris Brown is underneath a fiddly fig. And then instead of putting people on a bus or a plane to get them out of the show, they put them on the seat, yeet them backwards. <laughs> All right, we have to talk about this event now. The first cabs off the rank. The original odd couple, <laughs> Dr. David Tanaka and Mackenzie, last name. I'm the queen, I'm the queen of the scene, I'm the queen of my own dreams. I'm the queen, I'm the queen of the queen, I'm number one guaranteed. What a hot new, hot, hot new artist. That, that old banger. Chiana, um, Queen of My Own Dreams by uh, this new act. Yeah, I had my Shazam out. Altitude Music. Wow. It appeared to be a, um, <laughs> some kind of production music agency and organization who, I'll point out, have their music on, on YouTube. It's on, I think it's on Spotify as well, from memory. Um, do you guys know which album it's from, though? No. It's from... Empowering female songs. <laughs> Literally, they, they have all sorts Joking. of that like, albums. Okay, Actually, give me some of their albums. Yeah, I, ne- I need that. That's I need to put that on my Spotify playlist. Yeah, what uh, are you what are you putting on your Spotify playlist? Just um, album at a time. Intimate piano. Oh, classic. Charity Christmas party. What well, shit? That should. Oh, sorry, been sorry, sorry. I, re- I misread that. Charity Christmas party. Oh, okay. Supercharged horn riffs. But, but, this, but this is okay. Sometimes I joke, oh, that's production music, blah, blah, blah. Often they put little bangers out, like, you know, when it was the school formal a couple of years ago. Uh, Fickle Heart was a cute little tune they had once. There's sometimes it's, it's an artist with a name, a face attached. This is like on the Shazam listing. This is a mannequin with like a Rosie the Riveter headband. Well, it's got to be an empowering yeah. female <laughs> playlist, right? Knock off. Aldi brand, Rosie the Riveter. My, my point is that they, they usually play a song that seems like it could be a real song. Well, this kind of does. Sort of. Well, look, uh, I don't think it's anything worse than Don't It Make You Feel Good, is it? Excuse me. <laughs> How very dare you. That's a near perfect tune. <laughs> it's very catchy. I just but, feel sorry for David and Mackenzie for having to <laughs> memorise the lyrics to that oh, song. That, yeah, that would be really hard. Imagine that, imagine that meeting. Hey, so we're going to get you to do a lip sync battle. Sweet. What am I doing? Are we like a Tom Holland umbrella kind of situation? No. We've got this piece of production <laughs> music that you're going to memorise. But, but I'm dressed like Elton John. Can't we just spring for like, I don't know, um, don't go breaking my heart? No, we can't because we've used our budget on Walking on Sunshine. Good Ooh. decision to be fair. Yeah. Poor old David. I thought Mackenzie looked beautiful yes. and really did a lovely job of that lip sync, like a goddess. She looked amazing. She's ditched the Catherine Hepburn um, slacks. Yeah, the um, the yachting attire that yeah. she was in it for the was, rest of the week. It was decidedly um, racy for a 6.30 time slot from Mackenzie. Mm, yeah, she was doing some eye seduction. Yes, that's what it was. She never shows her legs either, so I was quite surprised. And I get that though. I mean, like I'm sitting here right now in in jeans, and it's what 32 degrees outside. Like, oh, but that's mosquito from like smart. Yeah, but look, we got to talk about David because David was a worry. <laughs> I mean, look, commitment. He was he was committed to his something, whatever it was he was trying to do there. He he really gave it his everything. I'm not quite sure what and his everything unfortunately, was. Unfortunately, but... it was not enough. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he would have I think been better at walking on sunshine. Yeah, that would have been sweet actually. But he did not draw Walking on Sunshine. So now what's happening during Queen of My Dreams is Jay has a little flutter yeah. of attraction out in the beer garden. 
Is this the first time that we've worked out that Jay's into Mackenzie? Or has this been kind of building for a while and now he's finally verbalizing? Look, I suspected it a while back, but that was mainly because I thought that's what his deep secret was. Yeah. Because he went to primary school with Mackenzie Mm -hmm. as well in Burke. Oh, right. So he knows. Yes. Yeah. So he knew Mackenzie when she was little. And And maybe I thought, is he having some sort of moment where he's like, realization or whatever that you know what does this mean for my sexual identity yeah. am i questioning that but it wasn't it turns about out, that. turns out he was just he didn't want to remember his primary school years because he was he was bullied he was chubby and indian and so therefore he got bullied in, in the country yeah and it was played i feel like the rug was put out from under us and it was just sort of set up like it was going to be this big dramatic mm. past but then it was just like i got bullied i was called a curry puff that's why he wants to go back to sydney's he he wants to be his real self to hit the Sydney cool kids. There were little simmering hints that Mackenzie thought he may have been into her. Like, oh, he's like really interested in what I'm talking about and he seems to want to spend time with me and he only wants to go to the beach with me. And that's where we got to the culmination of him checking her out in the lip sync. Which I think is, I mean, you look at the comparison between David, who's like, you know what? This is going to be a bit of fun. Look at me in my, my fancy, what was it, like a sequin top and some suspenders. Pink and glasses. Big old glasses. And then Mackenzie, who's like, right, bitches, I know makeup. I think she I, hair extensions. Gone, gone queen of the night. Yeah. She's phenomenal, right? And so it was like one of the, one of you was taking this very, very seriously. It was Mean Girls. It was Katie in the um, zombie bride yes. outfit and everyone else in the cat ears and mm-hmm. le- leotards. Who's paying for her wardrobe? Oh, my God. She has the best wardrobe of anyone on this show. It's actually stunning. I want to know who is paying for these $400 puffy sleeve dresses that all the influencers <laughs> keep posting. Jacinta Stapleton was in one. Chloe, um, Nicolette, and Amy then, is what is the home wrecker one? She's, yes, she was in three that home. That across, home was wrecked already. Yeah. Oh, was that okay? Well, it's yeah. fine then. She was in at least three across the week that I saw. Oh, it was just she's, a beautiful pink sequin. I yeah, love that. That was incredible. The, the one that the black, the lovely, tasteful black number that Dippy wore earlier in the week on Instagram. It was like yeah, four hundred and fifty dollars or something. Lord. But it's like what man. Did Dippy chip out one of those diamonds from the necklace and just sell that? Is this why Harold's is always like in strife? She can't afford to pay for any staff because she's just spending up big on couture. I I can understand why Chloe dresses in expensive. She's, you know, she's rich. She's got the billions. But I don't understand how Nicolette. Like is it forwarding oh, no, she, she, pieces? Maybe she realised when she was sorting through Toadie's op shop donations, mm. she's like, oh, look, maybe I'll slip him 10 bucks for this. Maybe she's on Marketplace and just oh, yeah, cycling wheel, through. Wheel and yeah, cycling through. So let's play out the rest of the Mackenzie ship. It kind of Fizzled. stalled at the dock. It stalled at the harbour. It didn't get mm. to – I was a bit disappointed with how they rushed that through this week. What did you find? Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, well, long distance isn't going to last, so let's just forget about this. Yeah, she wasn't seen on the show from after Tuesday, was she? She was uh, missing on Wednesday. Uh, I don't think she was involved. Uh, she on had a bit of business to do. We saw her later oh, on the week. Oh, that's right, at, yeah. the, at the tram. The youth ambassador role. She's back in the Catherine Hepburns. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, other than that role, though, she was very much background. Yeah. Don't see her. But we, we, I feel we've seen a lot of her recently. Yeah, because she's over-invested in her, um, what do I even call them? They're not her guardians because she's an adult. Pseudo- Old family friends. I mean, I guess it's it's very... LGBTQ friendly, like found family, like your assumed family, because her, her her father Paul Mercurio is a bit of a deadbeat. Her mum's dead. Yeah, so she's taken on the Rebeccas as her family. Mm. But 
the Rebecca's own kids don't care as much. There's a scene later in the week where it all comes out that she's meddled with um, Puffy's love life by trying to dig up more dirt on Amy. And she's like, I just really cared about your relationship and Amy was interfering. And Jay's like, and I I also care about dad's <laughs> dad and mum's marriage. <laughs> but even I, he was saying, no, Mackenzie, don't do this. <laughs> it's like, it's fine. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Again, carrying the idiot ball. Yeah. Many, many people carrying the idiot ball. This is the Zoom generation. What two teens are going to pass up a chance to have some interstate sexting? Oh, yeah, well, he will get to go back to school and say, check out my hot girlfriend yeah. as well. And we. <laughs> yeah, because that historically goes so well. Oh, yeah, she goes to the school in Melbourne. She's totally yeah. real. She's real. She's fine. <laughs> no, check out these DMs, all right? They are yeah. saucy, okay? Yeah, well, that, that would go down so well with Mackenzie as well after <laughs> she broke up with oh, her last boyfriend no. because her – her lovely ex-boyfriend. Richie. Who was lovely. Oh, is this the this is the guy from E High. E High, yeah. Yeah. So one of the shitbags at Erinsborough High set up a an app. Yeah, an app. But is there anything that we can compare it to? But it was basically rate my girlfriend. Oh, it was what those assholes in like Sydney private schools were doing at oh, schoolies yeah, yeah. to like yeah. sleep with different people in categories. Yeah. He didn't want Mackenzie to feel singled out by not being rated, even though they'd never had sex. And so he just made up something for her saying, no, no, she's not a dud root. Wow. What a what an <laughs> shining endorsement that was. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I was trying to do a nice thing by calling you not a dud root. <laughs> I was just thinking of your feelings, sweetie. So she was very upset about him and Jay was consoling her. But so now, yeah, they're like, no, I've got to focus on uni and you've got to focus on not being a shitbag. So we can't pash. So is is Jay like on a plane now? We don't hear from him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we hadn't heard from him forever before this point. So he'll be back though. Don't you worry. We'll get him to do a guest stint on Neighbours and he'll be back on the show. Anytime we like someone and have them on our pod, Mm -hmm. they'll be back on the main cast. You hear that? Get on the show. Okay, I'm giving a lot of airtime to each musical performance. The next one I want to showcase is... Paul and Therese. What's a day sing? Thanks to Shazam. Wherever You Are by Selectrack's song catalogue. Oh, that that, that old dental standard. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was the really cringy, like it could have been 80s, love power ballad. They looked beautiful. It was very much like, okay, I'm guessing that you two are in the same COVID bubble because when we had Mackenzie and David, it was opposite sides of the stage. You stay over there. I'll stay over here. We are 1.5 metres apart, <laughs> two metres for our UK friends. And and <laughs> meanwhile, Paul and Teresa, are there practically sucking face on stage on the live feed Yeah, for everyone to see. Also, what a, what a I, blessing. also I think we're about to catch up to the point in filming where Victoria's restrictions have eased a little bit so they can touch each other a bit more on screen. So they're sort of towing that line. We also, now, then we get to Toadfish Rebecca, (laughs) Dr. Carl Kennedy, Stefan Dennis's. Iconic. Well, I can't remember who sings it, but don't make you feel good. And you have to say it that fast. You can't even say, you you can't say, don't it make you feel good. You have to go, don't make it feel good. Don't make it feel good. Don't make you feel good. And then in brackets, UK version for anyone on the Shazam, ah! it specified that it was the UK version. I screenshotted it. Wow. Oh, it was brilliant. The it costuming, was so good. exquisite costuming. 
But what if Mackenzie had got that? She wouldn't wouldn't have done it justice, I don't think. Well, she, she memorized it's everything. For anyone to do that song <laughs> no, justice. She memorized all of them, the lyrics, because Amy I mean, sort I would have loved to have seen to. David Doid sing his Paul son. What about Dippy? <laughs> All right, here's the screenshot. <laughs> Amy to get to Don't it make you feel good? UK Vert dot 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 by Steph and Dennis. 23 Shazams on that piece of music. And look at that cover art. What a beautiful little oh. fellow. And 44 Shazams on the um, Queen of My Own Dreams one. Really? Yeah. That's got more Shazams than the Steph yeah. and Dennis song? <laughs> well, because people know. They don't so, need to Shazam that piece. It's no, a UK yeah. version as well. Maybe the Australian one. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that one would have done numbers. This song made me squeal. And clap. It was great. Enjoy. I'm, an, I I'm annoyed that I, spo- I got spoiled by reading my own Facebook page. <laughs> Look, you'd think that was the cherry on top, but it wasn't. We were treated to a, a good old classic Australian scrag fight. Oh, is there anything <laughs> better than that? Okay, let's think about some scrag fights of the past. My personal favourite one was um, Lynn Scully and Rebecca having a brawl <laughs> on Randy Street while Rebecca's still dressed in her wedding dress. Oh, nice. I think I may remember that. Or maybe yeah. I just saw the promo. So Paul and Rebecca are about to get married and Lynn T- Scully turned up and said, <laughs> sucked in, we're still married. And yeah, and then they had like a full-on throwdown on the, the nature strip. Banging. I, Love that. Now, I don't think Steph and Libby had a scrag fight. They just screamed at each other in the cul-de-sac. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, they have to be neighbours flavoured? Because I was going to say, I saw someone a couple of years ago at Macca's that you should have seen. Fantastic. It was just, yeah. Like, there was hair grabbing. Hang on. Can there you set, set a scene gra- for us Melbournians? Where, which Macca's? Is it a suburban Macca's or a city Macca's? <laughs> it was on the cusp. Clifton Hill towards... Macca's? No, that's, the, that's a non-standard <laughs> McDonald's. Oh, I've just dialed up. Sorry. I just typed in neighbours female fight. Do you know what I got? Yeah. I got Imogen and Amber. Episode 6953. That fucking mole, Imogen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Team she Imogen stole always. NCZ when they were down. Yeah, whatever that mine She can have was. him. No one wants NCZ. Oh, what's a mine? <laughs> yeah, the um, old errands yeah, were yeah. mine. <laughs> Lass, old Lassiter's is mine. So the scrag fight. Oh, yeah. So, let's hear about this scrag fight. I'm, yeah. I'm always in for it because I nearly had a scrag fight myself on the weekend. Really? Yeah. But tell me about yours first. Oh, it, it was, I don't know, it was late one night and. Someone started yelling at someone else and it was, oh, yeah, we'll come back in here. And it's like, fine, I will. And then it was just like Amy and Dippy, but not the sanitized for TV version. Not as many sequins. Grabbing at clothes, grabbing at faces. (gasps) Oh, my God. It was brutal. And then, of course, like everyone, like the friends try to jump in to stop it from happening. And then they get involved and it was just a fracas. It was quite a fiasco. Well, hang on. I'll tell you about my scrag fight. Yeah. So I went to... A children's entertainer's gig on Sunday, Teeny Tiny Stevies. And yeah, this woman moved. It was all very COVID safe, but then this woman moved a bit too close and I told her off. I was like quaking then, with fear, but anyway, she backed off. So that was the whole oh, sum of it. Scrag fight averted. It was particularly because she had like two or three friends with her as well. I mean, I had my husband who would have taken them all out, but still, <laughs> still, like I was terrified. So it was I, like a scrag fight, but like chess edition. Maybe, like maybe. Well, thinking look, of the moves, I think then. I was the HBIC in this situation there. Ed Bitch in charge. Oh, great. Kate's Shut the alpha. Now, Kate, please explain the Dippy Amy Scrag fight. Right. They're singing, well, they're lip syncing along to. <gasps> Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about <laughs> the absolute, not only like the mood <laughs> whiplash <laughs> of that. But just the... A recognisable song. The cognitive... Yeah, first of all, someone's paid the licensing fees for this season. Second of all, the cognitive dissonance of the happiest song 
And then just the best scrag fight and that we could have hoped for. Three layers of sequins, like Dippy, Amy, and the back curtain. <laughs> so Amy was, as we said, in the most beautiful Barbie pink sequin dress. That was stunning. Dippy's in like dark brooding colours. Yeah, she's in like a black kind of holographic sequin dress. Amy's really working it. Dippy's trying to bring in a bit of razzle-dazzle to it. What's happened in the meantime in this episode is that Tycho, my other favourite. Tim Collins. Yeah. He turns up and he's like, okay, you're going to have to cease and desist discussing your new uniform and they're going to have to get changed out of it because Hawk Airlines have engaged me to stop you. Yeah, because because of Mackenzie blabbing to them. That you've stolen their IP. Because she couldn't make up a fake name when she did her prank call. She couldn't say, hello, it's IP Freely here and I'd like to talk to you about (laughs) your uniforms. Just love that we have a storyline in Neighbours in the year 2021 revolving around intellectual property and copyright infringement. And airlines. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen often enough. It's just, it's bizarre, right? So I've worked for a couple of big retailers, right? And in this situation, I think most people would just go, all right, even though we would win this case, it's too expensive. At the end of the day, we're just going with a whole new uniform. That's yeah. 100% it. It's not even worth billing hours. It's like, you know, it's, it's just so ridiculous. It hasn't gone into production or anything. Screw it. Clean slate this. But they have to literally take off the uniforms halfway through the gig, which was embarrassing. So Amy retaliates by getting up and showing off Dippy's necklace, the Stephanie's necklace, and re- regaling so regaling the sordid history. It's <laughs> buy it for your wife, buy it for your mistress. <laughs> or buy it for your breast friend. I don't know if you listen closely <gasps> enough, but she mispronounced best friend no. on that clip. Zing. <sighs> you know what they say, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Buy it for your breast friend. Buy it for your mum. Or buy it for your secret lover. And then off they go. And what a great live stream. But what a bloody amateur of a social media person at the waterhole for not turning off that stream. I mean, I would have turned it off about five minutes into the stream, (laughs) to be honest. I feel it would be better for everyone in the stream. Halfway through the queen of my own dreams. Sorry, we appear to be having some technical difficulties. (laughs) So that's the whole music. That's the be right back screen is queen of my own dreams. Just on loop. Oh, that was such a treat. I didn't even want to talk about anything else because I loved it so much. But but then, so um, Amy starts having a go at Dippy because she's convinced that Dippy's dobbed her into um, Hawk Airlines. Oh, I'm so bored of them. Like, I'm so, so bored of Amy sitting with her lover's wife at the kitchen table trying to have a civil conversation. Yeah, it is. It's too hard. And but you know what, Dippy? Go get stuffed. You made your bed, line it. Move on. Let let Puffy move on. But he doesn't even want to move on because Amy keeps coming into his home and he's like, I'm in the middle of family stuff. Man, if, it, if we're going back to duet songs here, don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> Leave or stop dragging my heart yeah. around. One of the two. So what Dippy and Puffy ultimately do is decide to schlep Jay back to Sydney today. Got to fly today. Just weird. That never really seemed properly explained because they haven't solved any of Jay's issues. Like, you know, this whole massive gambling addiction yeah, that he's I mean, got. Out of sight, out of mind. That's a solution to a problem. <laughs> and, what are you talking and, about? And Mackenzie's like, have you talked to your parents? Have you talked to your parents? And he goes, yeah, I was bullied and now I want to go face my bullies. Okay. That seems sensible in year 12. <laughs> I mean, sure, I'd say it's an excellent, well-resourced school that probably is to his benefit going there. But and he just have to stay with his Indian grandparents, which does sound They'd be on a tight leash Hectic, there. yeah. And I mean, Kersha. The, the vibe I get from this 
what are we calling him? Puffy? Oh, sorry. Yes. Toadfish's brother is Pufferfish. Right. Okay. My, <laughs> my apologies. So the, the vibe I get from this is that Yashvi, yeah. it, when she's the one giving Dippy the pep talk in this episode and telling her what she should do, maybe it's time to just step back and look at your decisions as an adult. <laughs> when your 19-year-old daughter has her head screwed on better and says, maybe you should stop doing that. Maybe you should just take a step back. Mum. When um, Mrs. Bumcake is giving you the advice. <laughs> she's Ned's girlfriend. Um, I would like to now move aside from, they raised a lot of money. Well done, Sonia Rebecca Foundation. Uh, Bummy Club's going to have some great extracurriculars. I feel they could have raised some more money by selling that necklace at an actual jewellery auction. Mm, yeah. And can we confirm that the winners of the lip syncs were Mackenzie and then we didn't hear about Paul and Therese, but someone's got to win there. And then Carl won. And then we didn't get votes for Amy versus Dippy. I don't know why that was. No one? I reckon they should have voted. They should have voted on the Scrag fight. Were they going to like have more finals in that? Yeah, because you don't just win your heat. You then have to battle against each other. Yeah. Do Mate, they just pull the pin on do, the event? You do a Scrag fight. That's your finale. Thanks for watching, everyone. We're out of here. Good night. Roll the credit. <laughs> Can we pair off? Let's pretend we've each had a winner. Can we pair off the finalists? So we've got, let's say, so, Tarage won. I reckon yeah. she won. Mackenzie to rage. Mackenzie would smash, smash her. We won't narrow the heats further, or should we narrow the heats further? Who in our mind? Like who's won? That- Save it for the na- neighbors' council. Okay. Neighbors-, neighbors council. Neighbors council. Yeah. Tell us. Vote on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Tell us who wins those heats, and then tell us your favorite neighbors' scrag fight of all time. At the end of term, when I, when I was in high school, we used to have house lip syncing competitions. No, to on say, stage, we have, well, we no. have scrag fights at the end of each term. Look, it was a girls' school, but we actually it was a scrag fight free school. We were like very um, pretty woke even for the nineties. The they, did they have a billboard at the front going scrag fight free since nineteen eighty seven? But so at the end of one term, we'd have a house karaoke. This was on the on the stage in the auditorium. And then one term it was lip syncing. And then the other term it was the SRC talent quest. But the thing is, the great very thing, ahead of its time. Oh, it was great. We um we won it in when I was in year 12. What'd you do? We did the Grease Mega Mix, of course. <laughs> I was I had to dress up as Danny because it was a girls' school. So, um yeah, I was up there. I was doing, um yeah. Grease lightning up on it. We actually, you know, we had like, we brought out like tables so like I could pretend to like climb up in the car and do the. Oh, I feel like every class ever had the tables and the grease lightning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my we didn't friend, need to do red faces. My friend Sandra had to be Sandy, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that wonderful. was wonderful. It was so good. And look, all you have to do is pick a popular song and make half an effort and you're going to win it, basically. Popular song. That's where this event fell down. But <laughs> if, why was there no one doing a song from Greece? They're not, they kind of, they don't have grease dollars. Um, During a pandemic. They've spent all their money on sleeves, Kate. Sleeves and the incredibly uh, glossy promos over summer for yeah. the new series of Neighbours, where everything was in the Pantone colours of the year in yellow and grey. You know how much they had to pay per backflip from Hendrix? <laughs> yeah, his agent cut a good deal. But no, please, guys, we must, we must talk about the poison pies. Well, no, wait. The poise, the poison poise from the tram. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a shamozzle. So what happens? Actually, Triana, do we is actually the... do we need to talk about the pies? Because we're, we're really, it's we're at time. Life and death, man. Okay, just a quick summary. 
uh, Taste of Erinsborough competition, Coyle had to decided to make it's already too long tribute to they baked anyway. poison pi- poison R- shrooms of, they put the mushroom in it yeah, yeah she just went and like picked them up out of the grass outside the tram and they thought they'd thrown out the batch but toady accidentally baked them into the pies and took them home and kangaroo and mushroom pies by the way who's eating who wants to eat a meat pie with a cute picture of the animal that they're eating on the top of the pie <laughs> with puff pastry what was that oh i don't know is that a possum like a little mm. possum. Possum or a rat? I feel like possum pie is going to be on the menu at the tram. Nice. With a cute little know. outline of a possum <laughs> on top of the pie. His little nose. Is kangaroo a fatty enough meat to have in a pie? Yeah. Is it? Well, you can buy quite famously here in Australia. This is my blow our UK listeners' minds, but you can buy like kangaroo meat at your local supermarket. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. My partner you loves can, it. You can get them in, in sausages and they're called kangabangers. Oh, and it's, it's supposed to be because there's so many kangaroos out there. It's mm. supposed to be yeah. helpful to Oh, well, no, no. The, the thing is because population. they're not cloven-hoofed animals, they don't damage the actual bush when they're out there, whereas grazing animals like sheep and cows do. Okay. Sure, plant rant almost, plant rant adjacent. No, it is a plant rant because it actually ruins the ecosystem oh, for plants. Stealth plant rant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of ag chat. <laughs> ag chat. Ag chat. <laughs> anyway, run out of time to talk about literally all the plot lines. Okay. But the point is there's poison pies around the street. The bomb could go off at any moment. Who's going to bite into this yeah. lethal pie? And, of course, it is Bonnie Anderson. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, there's a strange thing about this situation. If you were going to heat up a pie, how would you heat up a pie? Micro, uh, oven. Yeah, oven. Oven, yeah. And right. if, say, if it was pre-cooked, you could go, oh, I might get away with, you know, like 30 seconds in the microwave at yeah, a burst. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, um, Wrap would, it in would, some, some uh, paper. Yeah, yeah. Would you on papillot? pop it under the lid of your Weber? I had no idea what was going on there. She was heating something up in the barbecue. And doesn't she have PTSD from four days ago when she got exploded? When she <laughs> when not. she nearly got maybe shot. She, from, wait, wait, wait. She nearly got shot. So she was making a dessert pizza in a Why in a pizza you? oven, right? And then following. Puffy turned on the oven, and then he got got shot by the oven. Yeah, she was there. Wait, hang on. You said that at the start of this episode. That happened last week. Yeah, literally. Yes. I thought you were ago. speaking about it like it happened months ago. No, that no. Bum Island week. was months ago. Same calendar week. And then <laughs> and then, and yeah, Harlow got abducted last week as well. So There's a lot going techers. on in Erinsborough. I can't. I don't have but, time okay, for so bees. Has she got some cognitive issues because you don't heat up pies on a barbecue. I mean, two, two Australian, great Australian cuisines, barbecue and pies, but no, not together. And let alone she thought Ned had left it for her in the barbecue. That was weird. She's like, wasn't thanks, it? Ned. I'm, like, I'm not eating someone else's stray barbecued and pie. Like, how, how long has that sat there for? I'd be just like, okay. Let's chuck this out That's right now. That's why she got sick. It was, it was <laughs> Wasn't because of the mushrooms. It was just because it's gone off. Oh. So so she and Levi are on a date. What are they doing on their date? Oh, They're playing, playing lawn ball. Bocce or no, something? No, that was Roxy. B and Levi are taking their billy cart out for a spin. Oh, Their yeah. new set of wheels. <laughs> Can I talk about the fact that my dad, has my, Papa Pashos, has made a tractor for my eight-month-old son out of spare parts from car wreckers. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, fully equipped with a car horn, which is a doorbell <laughs> that's been upcycled. So he goes, bing, bong, and it's a little tractor. Um, he moves it about two blades of grass per second because he can't sit up on his own yet. And that looked more adventurous and exciting to ride than B and Levi's piece of junk. Well, B, B and Levi's one actually looked like my childhood, um, Billy Cash. <laughs> 
Billy Carts at my primary school, we had a Billy Cart rally every year. I was always a bit terrified because Billy Carts don't have brakes on them. <laughs> but what is two adults making and playing with a Billy Cart? Um, two adults in a new relationship. There's other fun stuff you could be doing, guys. I feel like you could like <laughs> It did look like a kind of fun space to actually get the billy cut out because you're only going to go like a few meters before stopping. So what happens is that Coil and Roxy turn up and then suddenly we hear like a very loud gurgling oh, coming from no. me's stomach and they're like, oh, you must be hungry. And I heard that and I was like, oh, well, it sounds like she needs to take a shit. Oh, really. the indignity. A, yeah. Oh. If I'd been in a relationship too long, I mean, I'm, this isn't their first date. You think you could just say – I've got to go home. I don't. I feel quite nauseous. And just is, is that is that a passion killer? And just yeah. just say it's a headache. Just if you want to it's make a bit it difficult to say it's a headache after you can hear the stomach make yeah. that rumbling noise you, from mm. from Harold's. <laughs> <laughs> She's like that lip sync battle's still going. <laughs> have, have I been in a relationship? <laughs> the machine counting all the votes for Dippy and Amy's battle. <laughs> Wasn't be lip syncing. Bonnie might have it in her contract that she's <laughs> not to lip sync on the show. <laughs> we. The but, point is, but can you not? Is, if I've been in a relationship for too long, that I just go, I'm going to crap my dad. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're is in the really honeymoon good? phase. They're in the honeymoon phase. <laughs> but still, you can allude to. I feel really sick. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that and yeah. not be rejected. Well, sure. I think I'm going to spew. Yeah. It's not like she's from some sort of prim Victorian upbringing. She lived on the street. Yeah, she's not Harlow. She's a mechanic. You think she's used to a bit of plain talking? Now, I didn't watch Fridays. She collapses. I'm assuming she's okay. Do you guys want to? Well, shall we, yeah, shall she... we skip over to Patreon and can you talk me yeah. through what happens on Friday? Okay. Mm. We have to award citizen or citizen of this week. It's got to be from Tuesday's episode, surely. Yeah. Um, mine's going to be Paul for his... Um, critiquing himself essentially <laughs> and also for it like making us all realize that paul robinson and stephen dennis <gasps> live in the same universe oh just like natalie imbruglia and beth brennan live in the same universe exactly what's the background on that how so, do we because um as a little cheeky aside they were who was it that ned because it's ned's mum that was natalie imbruglia all right and ned was going through wedding songs and he's like what about torn so that's great yeah. I mean, not a great wedding song, really. No, 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 no but it's a great yeah, yeah. shout out. And yes. and it seems very Ned to be like, you know, it's a good song for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Bum cake. I'm bound, I'm bound and I'm chained, laying naked on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it is classic Willis, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Great wedding cake on the night. Triana, do you have Citizen or Citizen? Well, I was thinking for Citizen of the Week. The only person who seems to have their head screwed on on the entire street in the entire suburb of Erinsborough, Yashvi, <gasps> appearing in maybe two or three scenes to give her mum a pep talk. Then the next night on the Wednesday night, um, Yashvi was in the middle of Dippy and Amy and telling them to make up, was it? I don't remember. God, Yashvi was the one sensible voice mm. Wow, across I the mean- entire week. Well, Yeshvi has had some sensible advice to her own boyfriend where she's going, I'm worried that you and I are just my parents repeating themselves, mm. which is true. I mean, you don't get that much insight in Neighbours very often. The is she more self-aware than the other characters? She's joined the police force this last year and I think it's really right. knocked some sense into she, her. Um, yeah. She was kind of fast-tracked into like becoming part of a sting on her first day at police yeah, academy. literally first day. She broke up a fight club ring. Oh, which, which was um, – <laughs> The academy. 
the, the head of the Fight Club ring was also the guy who was running the blackjack ring. Yeah. He's that <laughs> straight out of prison from the Fight Club. He's He dabbles in rings. I have to go, citizen of the week, to Mackenzie for memorising words to unnamed production music. <laughs> That's commitment. Like, not just that, but I'm Amy queen told queen her to learn all, all the songs. She's an overachiever on that front, 100%. Yeah, and glamming up, like showing up, glamming up, not just putting on a pair of glass, novelty glasses. The only one who took it seriously. Yeah, and doing eye sex. She has obviously watched the Tom Holland umbrella lip sync. She gets it. And doing eye sex to your crush and saying, I like, like you. That's ballsy stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's ballsy stuff when you don't know they're going to say it back. Especially when you're dressed like a pop star like she was. Mm. That's a, like... Wow. I I mean, when I was that age, I would blab to a lot of my crushes and put a lot out on the table and got nothing back. <laughs> Zero. Donuts. What, what, hang on. But Double donuts what, day what, for Vaya Pasha. What did she get in the end? She got a bit of a, oh, yeah, okay, well, I'm off to school. She got a lingering glance. I don't. Mm. They cut away from that back patio scene. Do you reckon they maybe had a little lip lock off camera? Because that's a rip off if we didn't get to see that. COVID, I guess, but. Don't know. Look, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he comes back in mid-year yes. break. Has to repeat year twelve at Erinsborough <laughs> High. <laughs> Sydney's like, that's it. We're shutting down the the yeah. underground casino in the gym, Air College. <laughs> 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 oh, hang on, just as a final note, Weenie's Hendrix going to everything's anonymous. Oh, he's got to. Tarage has got to take him. He's got some actual problems as opposed to other people who have been to. Everything's anonymous, but yeah. drinking the odd glass of wine. I was going to say, how often do we see alcohol on the show? Because there was like, he was sitting on the couch having a beer, the beer's spilled everywhere. As well, he's we, to we see a lot it. of alcohol, but we don't see a lot of solo drinking. Right. And so I did enjoy I did think that cities. scene was very out of place mm. and out of tone for the rest of the show. See, Tarage used to keep her wine in her front loading washing machine. Mm. But what, it, but what an image to finish the week on was um, Nicolette sitting there swishing her glass of apple juice. Yes. Swishing that glass of apple juice around like she's Ellie Conway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Chloe wouldn't have had those words of Ellie. What a treat. Triana Butler, thank you so much for you lending for your musical expertise. The Sound of Now on, on Joy. Joy. Our UK friends can stream it, joy.org.au. Yes. Correct. And we'll share the link for that. If you're in Australia, I don't know if this exists elsewhere in the world, but in Australia, you can tell your smart speaker to stream Joy 94.9 and it does it. So if you have one of those, regardless of where you are, you can listen. My smart speaker is running my household, so that should be fairly straightforward. And we can find you on Twitter. Yes, at Triana Butler, which I don't have to spell for people now, rather than <laughs> T Butler. And people are like, do, just like the letter T, what do I do? So yeah, Triana Butler. And Very Instagram as well. Yes. Which is where I'm hanging out. And, and TikTok as well. And I don't post anything on there, but that's where I am. I'm going to get TikTok. Well, actually, I've got TikTok. Pashos, P-A-S-H-O-S. I just haven't used it. It's back from when I used it as Musical.ly. And then music. You were OG. I was on Musical.ly. And then they changed to TikTok and me showing that I'm 100 years old thought I'd been hacked and someone had installed. Oh, that's like you're a neighbor's storyline yeah. yourself. I thought someone had installed some weird app on my phone called TikTok and so I deleted it. So I was ahead of the trend but then blew it. So anyway, I'm Pashos, but you I'm going to get on there. You thought you were on Fandangle or something yeah. by mistake. <laughs> yep. Which is, by the way, patreon.com slash neighborspod. Kate. I'm at Remude on Twitter. CJ, a regular co-host, CJ the Hot Mess Mom. Guess what? Next week is episode 200. <gasps> oh, my God. Remember? 
leading up to episode 100. Yeah. Then we went and weekly we, and now we smashed through yeah, these bad say, boys. I was going to say, we built up to that for a long time and then suddenly, what? Yeah. So, um, Are we going to get the gang back together next week? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Right. Yeah. Actually, let's go to the bloody – on our Patreon episode, Triana mentioned the Tram Cafe in Diamond Creek. Mm. What it, what say next weekend? We'll see. We'll, we'll try. You're a little wary of the – we're not going to eat room Okay, we'll see, we'll see what the weather's like. We're not gonna... the, the weather is all over the shop at the moment. Okay, right. Well, episode 200. Yep. Watch this space. Keep safe. Stay away from the shrooms. We'll chat to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I'm the queen, I'm the queen of